Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about the magical effect that a cold shower can have on our sleep. And I'm just coming out of a cold shower and have to say thank you to you because if it were not for serving you, I would never, ever, ever have tested this. And I'm doing it now for, let's say, two months and must say it's a really fantastic experience. But let's walk through this step by step. So I got inspired to test this listening to an audiobook from a guy called Audrey Martin. And this book is called something like Own the Day, Own Your Life, where he tweaks his own life and lays out how we can basically improve our lives. And the cold shower is a thing that he does every single morning. Uh, and at that time, I was looking for a good way or a better way to integrate willpower exercises into my coaching and into the online course that I was preparing at that time. So I gave it a try. And first off, to be honest, it was a very shocking experience. I was yasping uh, under the, the shower and the shower we're talking about is not a cold shower like you're, you're going to have a cold shower for five seconds. You're going to have a cold shower for three to five minutes. I'm going to walk you through the pr process later on. So the first seconds were really terrifying, but when I got out of that shower, it was just fantastic. I was ready to conquer the world. So I thought, okay, there might be something to it. And uh, I got a little bit deeper into utilizing the cold shower for sleep. Uh, and after I talked to a couple of people about my experience, uh, I got links and articles sent over to a therapy form that is called cryotherapy, actually. And cryotherapy is a therapy form that uh, basically is built around putting our bodies into cold exposure. And if you decide to give the cold shower a try after I walk you through all the benefits and how you can really utilize this to absolutely improve your sleep, then you will know where the cry from cryotherapy comes from too. But before we all start to cry together, even before we did the cold shower, let me walk you through the benefits. What actually happens when we expose our bodies to cold water is that we get our bodies into a process called hormesis. Uh, and hormesis is a widely known process uh, that describes that our bodies get strengthened, uh, strengthened as soon as they get a little resistance and are able to overcome this resistance. So basically, this is what happens when we train our muscles hard. So we want our muscles to grow. We have to push them against resistance and they're going to get stronger. This is also what happens when the pharma industry creates uh, vaccinations. So we give our bodies exposure to a weakened form of a disease and our body is able to overcome it and get stronger and is able to protect itself in, in case of the real disease going on. And last but not least, it's also the process of hormesis that lets karate or martial artists, Shaolin fighters smash through bricks with their hands. 
because before they're able to do that, besides the technique that they have to learn, they also have to harden their bones and they do so by hitting their bones against a hard um, piece of something, get micro cracks into their bones and their bones get harder and harder. That's what hormesis can do for us. So let's have a look what happens when we expose our bodies to a cold shower. Basically, we're setting our bodies into an environment that they cannot survive forever. If you have a look at uh, 40 to 50 degrees cold water, which the water here has, it's winter at the moment, then uh, we can only survive 30 to 60 minutes. At least that will be the point when we would faint or something else would happen. So our bodies have to react right away and they do so by pulling the blood into our bodies, making, taking care that our organs get you know, enough blood and um, this is a very, very challenging process. We also release hormones, endorphins, and uh, other substances that will let us feel really good. What will happen over time is that we end up with a strengthened immune system, inflammations in our bodies are reduced, we sleep better, that's a fact too, even though they don't know why exactly this is the case. It's proven to let people sleep better and we will simply feel better. And the last point that's important for us too is that we will be wide awake after we had a cold shower. And I'm going to walk you through how we want to use this right now. So basically, if you want to follow me with the cold shower, I recommend that you do this in the morning doesn't have to be five minutes after you get up, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour after you get up, but have that cold shower in the morning. That way, even if you had a bad night, didn't get too much sleep, are not feeling that good, you will be wide awake afterwards and you will fe be feeling much better. The second thing that will happen is that we give our bodies an additional very clear signal that it is now morning time. So basically we're all hooked up to this day-night cycle called the circadian rhythm. And if we face sleep problems over longer periods of time, this rhythm kind of tends to get out of sync sometimes. So giving a clear signal when it's morning time and adding up a clear signal when it's time to go to bed is very essential in improving our sleep and getting back to a regular sleep schedule. So what we're doing here is we're waking ourselves up, we're giving our bodies a very clear signal that it's time to get up, that it's morning time now, and from there on, our day can start to roll. So now that we're all super excited about having a cold shower, let me walk you through a technique that will help you to experience the cold shower in the best way possible. Uh, first off, there's the timing aspect. You want to have a cold shower for three to five minutes. And this is super important because uh, of two reasons, basically. The first reason is the process needs a couple of minutes for your body to get the deep response that we want to have. If we only shower for, you know, five or ten seconds cold, it's going to give us an initial shock. But the process of hormesis is not going to be that that we want to have for, for our bodies. And also the other beneficial effects are not going to be the same. So we want to have a cold shower for three to five minutes. 
and I personally do the timing with music. I listen to music under the shower, so I've got a song that I listen to when I have the warm shower that I have before. I have a regular shower doing the shampoo uh, and uh, everything else that won't work that good under cold water. And when this song is over, which typically takes around four minutes, you could choose a longer song if you want to have a longer warm shower. Then I flip the tap to the cold water and stay under the cold shower for the next three to five minutes. So the next song is three minutes 30 and I know I never get out of the shower before that song is not over and usually I even give it a minute more. So beside the fact that the music will make the timing much easier for you, it's also a good anchor. So you get used to flipping the tap when the music changes and you don't have to think too much about that. This is making the process easy for us, right? Um, what we want to do before we flip the tap is that we want to start with the breathing technique about 30 seconds before we flip the tap over to the cold water. And this is just taking a deep breath in and breathing out and taking a deep breath in again and breathing out. Don't max it out too much. You don't want to get dizzy or anything, but you want to feel that you're getting fresh air and you want to get into the habit of taking a deep, deep, deep breath um, in and out. Because what will happen when you flip the tap over to the cold water is that your initial reaction, at least this was uh, true for me, it will be that you will start to yasp and uh, your body is just getting a little shock. So you have to focus on continuing that deep breathing and uh, that will rescue you over the first initial shock and after that you'll be fine. So um, for me the pain keeps up let's say 30 to 60 seconds. I uh, After that our bodies start to get used to the cold water and it's still not really comfortable but after about three minutes the 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 pain the cold pain how i call call it the cold pain is gone and you just notice that the water is cold but you're you're okay with that and you want to wait until you reach that state if you get out of that shower before because you you know let's say after 60 seconds you're you're saying to yourself i'm done with that i'm you know you're terrified and you're getting out in that shock state you will probably never enter that shower again. Wait till your body adapts to the cold and that will make it so much easier to do the cold shower again and again and again. And just in case that you think that I'm a freak that kind of loves to punish himself but this is nothing for you, I can assure you I am not. I love the warm, I love it uh, to be comfortable but as Arnold Schwarzenegger put it out in a quote, no pain, no gain, something like that, he said. And um, we just have to be smart with ourselves. So if we walk through three to five minutes of pain a day, and uh, honestly, it's only one to two minutes of pain after that, it's okay. Uh, that is worth getting a full benefit for not only the day, but for us, more importantly, our nights, and even more important, our overall well-being so uh, 
you just have to think about if it's worth that go through three to five minutes of pain a day to have tremendous advantages for your day, your night, your sleep, and your overall well-being and health. The last thing that I want to share with you that just came to mind is on some days um, after that cold shower, I feel a little bit cold. So when this is the case, I simply move my body. I have a walk, I do a couple of push-ups. You can do anything that suits, fits your personal situation and that you like to do. Just move your body and get it warming up again. And that will do the job. After five minutes, you're fine. What you should not do is to make yourself a water bottle or something like that. I did that once and I was freezing the entire day afterwards. So don't do that. Move your body a couple of minutes and you're fine. And before I wrap up this podcast, I want to share with you what I mentioned in the beginning, uh, why I chose this exercise as the pro exercise to train your willpower. First off, it's something that nobody enjoys to do, at least nobody that I know. So you will have a natural resistance of doing it. And walking through this three-step process that I laid out last week will help you to strengthen your willpower, will help you to be reliable to yourself if you say that you want to do this. So it's great for that. But there's an even better point in it. If you do the cold shower exercise, you can train to live in the present moment and that everything is okay. Now, this is following the book from Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, a bestseller, where, and it's not an easy read, it wasn't one for me, but it has a very essential message and a very true one. What Eckhart Tolle states out is that the present moment is usually perfectly okay. So in the now, when you're in this moment where you're listening to me, everything is fine. You're sitting in the warm, you're listening to a podcast, you are not starving to death, you are perfectly fine. What gets us out of this feeling of feeling perfectly fine is usually that we are thinking about things that happened in the past, so they're over anyway, you can't change them or nothing. So we're thinking about things in the past, or we are thinking about things that might happen in future. And we all know that they don't happen uh, mostly. So it's uh, often not only bringing us into a bad state, but often also a waste of time. And under the, the shower, you can practice to bring yourself into the present moment. This is what I do every single time when I'm under that shower. So what will happen is you're having your warm shower and you will find your thoughts to wander off to, oh my God, it's gonna get cold. And your job here, if you want to train this with me, is to bring your thoughts back to the warm shower and to recognize that the moment is perfect. There is no sense whatsoever in thinking about water getting turning cold in a minute, 30 seconds, 20 seconds. It does not make any sense. You enjoy your warm shower. And if you master this over a couple of weeks, you will recognize that it's going to be so much easier for you if you tend to worry about things and so on to lie in bed and get your thoughts from the worries back to your bed where everything is perfectly fine. So this is what I want to give and share with you. And it's an essential part of um, practicing not only willpower, but, you know, handling 
how you cope with things in bed. There are other techniques to do this too, but if you do this under the cold shower, you, you train this in a superb way. Uh, I did not find a better way to train this yet, and I did not, you know, I'm, I'm reading kind of a lot of books and looking at a lot of videos. I think this training is absolutely uh, one of the top notch if this is a thing that you're facing at the moment. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. A cold shower will trigger a process called hormesis that will leave us with a strengthened immune system and better sleep. It is also good exercise to train your willpower that you will need for any change in your sleeping habits. And you can train to acknowledge that the moment is mostly perfect leaving you in a much better space to fall asleep without worries or anger. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when I'm going to walk you through how to measure and why you should measure your sleep and everything you're doing around that if you really want to improve your sleep quality. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to not miss out on future episodes. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.